Hi, I'm Amy, and I'm here with Jordan, Gabby, and Amanda. After learning about gender bias in the media, we decided to analyze a few films to see if it passes the Bechdel test. This test has just three simple criteria to pass. One, does the film have two named women? Two, do the women have a conversation in the movie? And three, is a conversation about something other than a man? Although that seems like an easy contest, many movies do not pass. There are about 8,076 movies in the BechdelTest.com's database and only 57.6% pass all three of the measures. According to Reddit's data, if a movie has a woman director or writer, then it is much more likely to pass the Bechdel test. It is also slightly more likely to pass if it has a woman executive producer. So let's listen to a few synopses of our film and see whether they passed. My first film is the 2017 film, The Florida Project, which is set just a few minutes from Disney. The raunchy film showcases what life is like for struggling single mothers, Haley and Ashley, who live in a cheap motel with their children. At one point, Haley and Ashley get into a fight after Ashley learns the children set the local abandoned apartments on fire. Haley, unaware about the fire, questions Ashley at her place of work, the local diner, and in that conversation, there is no mention of a man. This film does pass all three criteria of the Bechdel test, but it's also important to note that the film is centered around women who struggle to make it day to day and even go as far as prostitution to pay their weekly rent at this hole-in-the-wall motel. The Lie, a 2020 film, is about two teenagers who plot to lie to their parents that one of the girls pushes the other into the freezing river just so the girl can enjoy a couple of nights at her boyfriend's. The parents believe the girl is dead. Although the movie does have two conversations with the mother and a lead female detective, the detective goes unnamed in the film. In fact, the husband suggests the mother goes to speak to the detective by saying, you used to work there. You should go talk to that one lady. It's great to see a woman in power in the movie, but this woman also has a male partner and she is never named in the movie. The first movie I chose is called Happiest Season. It passes all three rules for the Bechtel test. It stars female Kristen Stewart and female Mackenzie Davis as the lead characters. This movie is a holiday rom-com that captures a range of emotions tied to your family's acceptance of you. It's about two women who are in a relationship with one another. One partner invites the other home for Christmas and forgets to mention up until they are almost there that her family doesn't know she is a lesbian and they think that she is bringing home her roommate who is an orphan. This is a powerhouse movie for the LGBT community. It has a cast full of women and was even written and directed by a woman named Clea Duvall. The second movie I chose is called The Devil Wears Prada. It stars Anne Hathaway and Meryl Streep. This film also passes the Bechdel test. It's about a woman who's fresh out of college who gets a job as an assistant to a female editor-in-chief of a very famous fashion magazine. This movie is a great movie for girls and boys, for that matter, of all ages. It's very empowering to see a woman play that role in a film. It encourages women all over the world that they too can hold powerful positions such as these. 
The first movie I watched, Grown Oaks, is a lighthearted comedy that had many roles featuring women of all ages leading individual lives. This movie easily passed the Bechdel test as there are many named women that discuss subjects not involving men on various occasions. Although this film is meant for comedic entertainment purposes, it also does its part in ensuring that women get proper representation as individual human beings. The second film I watched was Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. To summarize, this movie was about two ex-lovers that get their memories of each other wiped out and then meet again and fall back in love. This dramatic sci-fi movie was a very interesting watch. However, it did not meet all three criteria of the Bechdel test. Though there were two named women who talked to each other, they did not discuss matters unrelated to a man. In defense of this film though, due to the nature of it, it hardly passes the test in reverse either. The Gymnast features the story of a middle-aged woman who became chronically depressed but found her inspiration again through aerial silks. It passed all standards of the Bechdel test and was very empowering and relatable film for struggling women wanting to activate their full potential. The River Wild passed the Bechdel test as well, the story of a mother who took charge through a deadly whitewater expedition to save her family, being held hostage by robbers. The strong female lead incites hope and courage for young women to take charge in their own lives. Out of our eight analyzed movies, six films or 75% pass the Bechdel test. However, this could be due to us choosing storylines with a strong female lead. Overall, taking insight from each film and their own personal experience that girls and women who are motivated and encouraged to chase their passions tend to know their worth. I believe this holds true for men also. While the repeated stigmas revolving society and media do affect everyone, it is perhaps less tasking on those who ignore mainstream stereotypes. Women who live for themselves and focus on their purpose rather than finding comfort in men, physical appearance, makeup and clothing, are confident, determined, and driven to take on their path. <laughs>